0: Alright, here we are. Second episode of the season. Welcome back. Me, Michael, and fucking dumbass, dairy hating Jill. This is for Jill, you fucking <laughs> white-ass, oompa-loompa, body-ass bitch. That
1: is so mean. Um, so if you want to call me oompa-loompa-ass bitch, I will say, moments before we press play on this, our good friend Michael was like, I just wanna be a little bit more like animated, have a little bit more fun in this. Like I sound really Debbie Downer. And then he comes in here like, Hey guys, welcome back. It's me.
0: I was not like that at all.
1: That was exactly what it Literally like, at all. One hundred percent.
0: Oh, fuck off. Um, so we got a um we got a good slate today, I think. It's gonna get a little emo. down a little emo at times for sure. Speaking of emo, before I even get into the slate, big news. What? Big news that I'm fired up for.
1: Are you going to Emo Night? Hell,
0: what the fuck is Emo Night?
1: I don't know. Grace is going.
0: Maybe. Should we go to Emo Night?
1: Yeah, so Emo Night's like a night at a club down in Midtown where they exclusively play Emo music.
0: Dude, let's go. Grace is going. I'll bust out some old, my old DCs.
1: And I will say... The night after Emo Night, me and Grace are going as well. Um, it's called Best Night Ever. Um, oh, One Direction fu- no. versus Jonas Brothers grow Dance Off.
0: Grow up. So
1: that's pretty exciting too if anyone wants to come.
0: Grow up.
1: It's only $20 for entry.
0: Look. That's I, after Feast. I watch anime and I'm telling you to grow the fuck up.
1: Look. Amazon Prime the other day I had my fire stick plugged in. I don't know what network it was telling me it's on but i could stream right now one direction this is us the documentary movie and they might go home and do that
0: you gotta get over the one direction thing nah um but big news my chemical romance just announced that they're gonna be at music midtown in atlanta and i was already probably gonna go but now I have to go. Now it's more important than ever that I get a half sleeve and get into ripped jeans. It's more important than ever.
1: Otherwise, you'll have to get like the fake tattoo sleeve like Party scene. I'm going to look
0: like such a fucking poser. Yeah. Remember when we used to call people posers? Did y'all ever do that? No. I like, was
1: like on TV.
0: No, we it. used to dead ass be like poser ass. Nah. Oh, well. Never once. Um, just me. What about this? Did you ever say, I'm going to go smoke a doger?
1: Hell no. Like
0: talking about smoking a cigarette? Nope. Huh.
1: We're actually, we have culture up in New York and we don't use tobacco products.
0: (laughs) Fuck all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No one in New York smokes. I forgot. Um, well, either way, so on the slate today, we're going to talk, Super Bowl's coming up. I'm sure we'll talk about it next week, too, after the fact, but... We'll uh, talk a little bit about that, maybe get some predictions. Um, We're going to talk about some sad stuff. We all know what happened on Sunday. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the coronavirus a little bit. That's a big topic right now. And we're going to talk about old jobs, jobs we used to have.
1: Our own personal tragedies Yeah. as an escape from the tragedies of January 2020.
0: Yeah, true. Um, I saw someone on Twitter wrote, Hey, does January does uh, twenty twenty have any other months besides January? And it kind of feels like I feel like we've been in January for like a year now.
1: I saw a tweet that was like, "Man, how did uh, how did all of January make make twenty nineteen look good?"
0: That's like fr- one month. That's dead ass.
1: And we're like, yeah, twenty nineteen was baller.
0: Dead ass. So Super Bowl coming up, 49ers, Chiefs. Thank God they're starting it earlier.
1: Are they? I I forgot the Super Bowl was this weekend. You're a joke. Look, I wasn't following because it's like I don't care about the You also don't
0: eat any dairy products. Okay. Or berries. Okay. So, yeah. You're a huge, you're so weird. But, um.
1: You know, I hosted my own comedy roast once and I'm not here to host it again.
0: You don't want that smoke. It's on site.
1: That's what my 21st birthday was. It was a comedy roast.
0: Of you. Yeah. You don't, yeah. I don't you, remember it. Be happy I wasn't there. Yeah. I would have came at that. I'll do it ne- again this came year. Came at your neck. Um, So, 49ers, Chiefs in Miami. I wish I was going down to Miami for that. That would be, I love Miami. Uh, Never been. I try to go, I try to get my brother-in-law to go once a year with me. Because it's that. Miami is just like the time of your life. So c- good Cuban food, good-looking people, fun things to do. Miami's not for everyone, though, I don't feel like. you gotta, like you, you got to really be down to go to Miami. Um, clubs are fun, but yeah, and I would love to go to this. But you didn't even know the Super Bowl was happening, so we'll start off with you and your prediction for the Super Bowl.
1: I don't care who wins or who scores what, but I bought three boxes on the Super Bowl boxes. And all I'm saying is I better win some money because I won last year.
0: Wait, now where are you doing a Super Bowl box?
1: Um, Someone sent one out for the office.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's (laughs) weird because we work in the same office. Hmm, This doesn't hurt my feelings. How much was it to buy a box?
1: Ten bucks. I bought three.
0: Oh, I'm livid right now. Who sent this out? Don't say their name.
1: I honestly don't even know who they are. I've never I'm gonna seen find out before. tomorrow. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. I gotta get in. I'm in a box already.
1: The boxes are the best. Yeah. It's the best part.
0: I'm in one with just the HR team. Oh. Yeah. Um but uh there was twenty five dollars a box. I know, big spending. Uh, I for real
1: won last year. I won really? like I won first quarter. Mm-hmm. So I got like hundred and twenty five bucks.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. This one It was great. It, I did Nothing the, this one is twenty five dollars a box, and every quarter winner gets five hundred damn, yeah,
1: so it's like equal for absolutely everything
0: no, no, we like, wait, what do you mean by that
1: like you said every quarter winner gets five hundred yeah, bucks. every
0: quarter is the same thing,
1: so like even the final
0: yeah five five hundred cool, um, so got that going on. You – who are you picking to win, though? you got to pick somebody. I don't know. Do you even know the teams, even though I just said them?
1: Yeah, the Chiefs and the 49ers.
0: Oh, you pulled that out of your ass. I did. Yeah, yeah. All right, so no prediction from Jill. That's lame as hell. Um, for me, I foresee it being – it's really – the 49ers are a good overall team think they have a better overall team, but the Chiefs' offense is just dumb, stupid. Um, yeah, I, I think, agree. Yeah, I bet you would. Um, I would say it's either going to be Chiefs big or 49ers squeak one out. Uh, but if, gun to my head, I have to bet on somebody, give me the Chiefs. I know the spread last time I checked, it was pretty much a pick em, so I'll take Chiefs in that one. But there's a more pressing fact. Do the Super Bowl, and it's something I came across today, and it's America's Super Bowl recipes by state. So what each state serves on their Super Bowl, like, party days, which, are you doing a Super Bowl party, or are you just like, eh, I'm staying in?
1: I'm um, staying in, but I'm about to make every single appetizer that exists and have that for dinner. For just two people? Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're going big on the, I'm going to be drinking whiskey, playing pool, Bring leftovers. The, the next day, bring you leftovers? Yeah. Okay. I won't
1: bring lunch on Monday.
0: Um, There will be leftovers, and I will bring them. But
1: Nothing with cheese, though.
0: So. Yeah, I'm only bringing the cheese stuff. Um, It seems like there's an overwhelming favorite of one thing that I would say, just glancing over this, we're talking about it probably...
1: This would be something stupid like spin eight, dip.
0: Eight, uh, like I think eight or nine states have this as their most served thing.
1: All right, I'll say what my favorite is. I'm not speaking on behalf of New York, but I'm speaking on behalf of myself, and it is 100 pigs and blankets.
0: Ooh, I love pigs and blanket. That to me is more. We that's a tradition in my family. We have those on New Year's Eve. Shut up. Sit so, down.
1: Okay, wait. I was about to say New Year's Eve in my family. My parents would always get a fancy tray of sushi, and me and my sister didn't want that as children, so yeah. they would make us pigs and blankets because really? it looked like sushi, and we'd eat it with the chopsticks, chopsticks on like the fancy sushi plates.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm dead ass right yeah. now. We do those on New Year's Eve. We do them on Christmas Eve. Um, but, and then I know you don't do this tradition, our New Year's Day tradition, and it's very popular in the South. You eat hog's jaw and black-eyed peas.
1: Pardon me, I'm gonna go uh lose my lunch real quick. <laughs>
0: Hog's jaw is good. It's like really crispy salty bacon. Nah. Black eyed peas suck. But you gotta leave three on your plate. That's the thing. You leave three on your plate and you have good luck for the year. But what do you think the overwhelming thing is? It's
1: gotta be like wings.
0: Really? I would I would have I would have said that's a good guess. I'm looking at it and I see two states are chicken three states are chicken wings. This thing is served in 10 states, what including your home state of New York. Oh, it's the number on. one thing. It's going to
1: be something stupid like spinach and artichoke dip or buffalo chicken dip.
0: Nope. What is it? Buffalo chicken dip is a staple for me, though. Like Mm-mm. on... That's what? a brick it of cheese. cheese Why? Would you get over the cheese thing?
1: It's so nasty. Cheese is...
0: A delicacy.
1: I will say I really want to make a cheese plate someday, but like I won't eat it. So.
0: You just want to make? Yeah. Okay. Um, the answer is chili. Oh. Which is fair. That's fair. We're actually doing chili as a part of our Super Bowl party. We do it a lot, though. We like smoke a pork butt. We have chili. We do buffalo <laughs> chicken dip. <laughs> we have, yeah, that's why you listen in one direction. Um, so chili. So now I already told you what New York is. I'm from Tennessee, but we both live in Georgia. Um, (laughs) Georgia's is weird, and they're the only one with this. Would you like to take a guess at what Georgia has?
1: Something grimy.
0: It ain't grimy at all. Maybe to you. What is it? It's a ham, bologna, and turkey sub.
1: Reminds me, of my my mom was basically say, like, like a big the sub. delicacy of her childhood was a hot bologna sandwich. Like Let me tell you this,
0: your mom said that. Yeah, I can't wait to meet this woman, and I'm going to hug her so much. She's gonna be like feel so much love from this hug because right now one of my favorite childhood treats slash something I would eat right this second is a good fried bologna sandwich with a little bit of mustard mm-hmm. on there. And that bread gets soft; it sticks to the roof of your Mm -hmm. mouth. Oh, get out of here! I'm gonna be sick. (laughs) Um. Well, what do you think Tennessee is?
1: Hog's jaw. It ain't fucking (laughs)
0: hog's jaw. Tennessee is very normal. Actually, something I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Super Bowl. Wings. (laughs) Jalapeno poppers. Ugh. Cheese. Everything. Oh wait, actually, how much of this stuff is cheese? Like. Wait, let's look at let's talk about some weird ones real no.
1: quick. Oh uh, oh yeah, I thought it was gonna be let's talk about bullying me.
0: No. Okay. So California is fried rice. So I guess while they're out there re- rooting on the 49ers, just having a little fried rice. Um, in no shock, the Dakotas are weird as hell. Guess what North Dakota is? You'll literally never guess it.
1: Like Uh, human meat.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, no. Um, pizza sauce.
1: Just the sauce?
0: Just the sauce. Guess what South Dakota is? I'll tell you what. Just the crust? (laughs) Yeah, then they meet up at the border and party. Uh, marinara sauce. They're just eating spoonfuls of sauce in the Dakotas? Respect.
1: I mean, if it's good sauce.
0: No, nobody's just eating that. Um, but, so, I thought that was kind of funny that I brought, th- that we saw that. Um, now, sadly, we're talking about sports, and we can't talk about sports without talking about this. Um. this has been hitting me really hard. Man, it hit me hard, too, and, like, I'm not gonna flex or, like, try to front, like, I know a lot of people are doing. Um, I grew up in the Kobe era, for sure. I respect Kobe for everything he did to the game. I could like Kobe is one of the all-time greatest basketball players there ever will be. I'm not going to tell you how I was the biggest Kobe fan my whole life and nobody loved Kobe more than me. That's not true. Um, I was always like, he's the man. I respected. Right. this is a guy who I wanted his shoes so bad when I was in middle school, like his shoe line came out. Uh, we all uh, we've all said it and heard it a million times about like shooting trash balls and shooting fadeaway jumpers and yelling Kobe. Um, for this hit home.
1: I threw a piece of pasta that I dropped on the floor into my sink yesterday and instinctively yelled Kobe, and it went straight into the garbage disposal. And I was
0: like, Damn,
1: he's out there.
0: It, it's it's this was a tough one to swallow. I remember I saw the report of it. Um, we were playing pool and the pro was just on the TV and it wasn't, I just shot. So, um, I went over there and checked my phone and got on Twitter and saw someone, all they wrote was this Kobe news can't be real. And I was like, dang, what's this? And I go and I start seeing people talk about it and like what actually happened. And, but it was just TMZ at this point. And I'm like, man, this man, is, ga- you know, it's gotta be fake.
1: You know, TMZ reported before, before they told his family, yeah. right?
0: So fuck them, man, fuck them to hell. Yeah. that like was Like honestly,
1: that was bad.
0: Yeah. Like anyone who pulled the trigger on that at TMZ, you deserve to get your ass fucking beat up and down the street. Um, that's facts. But I was like, man, I really hope this isn't real. And then no more news reports started coming out about it. I'm like, damn, it seems like it's real now. And I was like, I really just hope he didn't have kids on there. And when I found that out, like, that hurt. And not to mention the other families that were on there. Um, It was tough to swallow just because, like...
1: It's so tragic.
0: um, This was an icon for kids my age growing up. Like, this man was a superhero to a lot of kids my age growing up. And knowing, like, that his daughter was there, it really hit me hard. And I think the reason that it hit so hard was... You think people like that are just invincible? You're like yeah. he's Kobe Bryant, like all the money, numerous rings, MVPs, like all this stuff, and you just think it's invincible. And so, it's it was kind of like a wake up call, really, for I think everyone. Like you're not a super big sports person, and you're definitely seven years younger than me, so you would've got the end of the Kobe, you know, era. Yeah,
1: I didn't. I mean, I didn't follow sports at all, and it's funny because I think about it, and it's like. So many celebrities that, like, I watched things that they were in have died in my lifetime. And never really, like, upset me. I don't know, that sounds kind of, like, messed up, but never really upset me. I, I mean, I guess a lot of them, like, it was overdosing on drugs or something like that. And I was always just like, well, well. I mean, you do drugs, you may overdose or, you know. it, it Like, it always had an explanation behind it, but I think this was just, like, so shocking yeah and then tragic and horrible like he didn't do anything wrong you know Mm Mhm. i think that's why i'm
0: hurt yeah and if you're the news people that broke it beforehand you're a piece of shit like before his family could be told you're also a piece of shit if you bring up anything to do with his like allegations from back in the day like you're you're a you're a fuck straight up facts and i have nothing good to say about you um, but yeah, it just kind of like, it put life in perspective. Yeah. Nope. I will,
1: I will say I've been seeing a lot of things come up about like him and his daughter. And, um, oh my God, it's so horrible. He had just like trademarked Mamba Sita so that she could carry what? on his legacy in I, uh... women's basketball so that like the Mamba like lived on. Yeah. And I saw some interview of him with, I think it was with Jimmy Kimmel where they were like, he was asked him, like don't you wish you had a son to carry on your legacy and he goes no I get this question all the time and Gigi's always like I got it it's gonna be me it's me you're fine don't worry about it like the legacy's living on it's just women's basketball yeah so definitely super super sad
0: yeah it's a tragic thing so you know my
1: thoughts go out to uh yeah.
0: his whole family yeah his family the family He had that other family like Family they lost pilot, a mom and a dad and a sister that was on yeah that so um aircraft. rest in peace to all those people it's definitely sad um hopefully something good comes out of it in the sense of like that we all take life a little more seriously don't take it for granted you know clear up any bad relationships you have with people and uh take something like this and at least try to make something good out of it so uh yeah life put in perspective for real um and i think it further you know we also got something else going on we said we we're gonna talk about uh this whole coronavirus thing that's a scary thing going on right now
1: dude i saw a weird conspiracy post saying that every plague that has 20s? hit i would swear yeah. i was gonna bring this every up, swear. plague that has hit has hit in the 20s
0: yeah that's scary that's scary
1: I also saw a fully fake, but like I watched it as if it was real, TikTok of someone being like, I'm testing blood right now some with coronavirus and without. And I was like, ah, truly no one knows anything about this. It's scary. The thing
0: that's scary about it is that it's just, like, this is a time of year where people get sick.
1: It's like the flu. And it's all flu-like symptoms. And it's just symptoms. like the flu.
0: And I just went through this. Like, I just got, like, took medicine and everything. And it's scary because... Did you
1: get tested for coronavirus? No. Why not?
0: I don't know. I was sick a little while ago. I feel fine. But that's the scary Mm -hmm. part is that symptoms can just be like. A cold. Like they're like not showing symptoms until they're like two weeks into having coronavirus. That is scary. And on top of that, um, a girl we work with, I talked to, she said she heard a voicemail of this lady over in China. I was like, it's way worse than they're letting it on to be. Like it's a million times worse than they're letting it on to be. And apparently they were, like, saying how this could potentially, like, be the deadliest one yet, which we have more people than ever, so that could also go into that.
1: We have, like, a lot more, like, resources now, too, so that keeps me hopeful. Like, they already have, uh, I think in Pennsylvania, some, some research colleges are... Already like developing a vaccine for it.
0: I hope they get on it quick because it's 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 just scary. Like I don't want to be this guy, but
1: I bet those pyramid scheme oil selling ladies right now are like, get your anti-coronavirus yeah. oil.
0: Yeah, they're about to hit you up and be like, hey girl, hey, I haven't talked to you for so long. What's up?
1: Thought you might um, be a little worried about the coronavirus, but don't <laughs> worry, we have a new oil out. Um, don't get the vaccine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bye bye. Seventy dollar. Drop of oil.
0: <laughs> like, well, I don't know. I just... It, anything like this is... And I don't want to be this guy. I'm going to New York next week. All right? I don't, And I, I don't want to be this guy, but I'm like genuinely considering wearing a face mask at the airport. No way. I, su- I swear, like... Especially, if you do
1: send pics so I can make fun of you publicly. Well,
0: and you're going to be locked in a plane with all these other people. And it's just like, I don't know that I want to risk that. I've, I've, I've always, and Atlanta
1: is a huge international hub. And
0: I've always hated on the face mask people. But now I'm kind of like, I'm not too good to not get coronavirus, you know? So I'm thinking about doing the face mask thing. We'll see. But
1: You said face mask, and I first thought like skincare. I was like, oh, respect. I put a face mask yeah, on. Yeah, I'm just going to wear before. a face mask.
0: Yeah, I do now look huge advocate for those kind of face masks. But yeah, that'd be funny if I just like was wearing a face mask and it looked like Hannibal Lecter yeah. in the airport. No, not the case. Um, but yeah, it's 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 scary. I wish I knew more about it, and I wish there was like definitive symptoms so I could be like, "Whoa, I for sure have coronavirus." You could just have the flu or a cold or coronavirus. And guess what? All
1: WebMD's about to be like, about to be like. I have a little bit of a stuffy nose. Coronavirus. And coronavirus.
0: Yeah. Um, and all the people out there that are so hilarious that make this joke, you know what goes good with coronavirus? Lyme disease. I'm like, yeah, dude, you're fucking hilarious.
1: Like, man, you're still drinking Coronas?
0: First of all, Corona, disgusting. I hate Corona. Thank you. I know I'm the minority in that. But I love Land Shark. I just hate Corona.
1: So one time um, when I was going to fraternity formal... I, you know, I had to paint the whole ass cooler and then you have to like put alcohol in it. Yeah. And uh, my boyfriend likes expensive IPAs. And I was like, look, I just spent a hundred dollars painting this cooler. So give me a cheap ass beer that you like. He's like, oh, I guess like Corona. I think he said something and I missed the text or something. And I was like, whatever, I'll just get Coronas. And I went to this different liquor store and I was like, man, it's cheap as fuck here. That's
0: dope. You get the mini ones. I got the
1: Coronitas. Yeah. And I, I pulled them out and I was like, man, these look tiny as fuck. And then I was like, oh, it's it's so teeny tiny. They were so cute.
0: They do that with uh, Bud Light cans too.
1: And everyone was like, oh, I'm too manly to drink these Coronitas. And I'm like,
0: yeah, throw
1: fuck up, off. pop it open.
0: Yeah, fuck off. Um, my buddy did that. I was hanging out with a bunch of like, uh, my buddies in college. And he was like, I'm going to get beer. And he was like, dude, I just got this case of beer for so cheap. And then he like opened up, and I just heard him go, what the fuck? And he turned around, and he was just holding a little can with two fingers. And I was like, well, um, hey, it's still beer. you know." Um, so coronavirus, stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Sanitize up.
1: Wear a face mask.
0: Yeah, both types of face mask. Um, and let's don't get coronavirus. Um, I will say one more thing about it. I just remembered this. Hit me with it. I saw, it's a someone I know, like, who they are, but we're not, like, we don't know each other. Um, she had posted that she booked a trip to China, and she's supposed to leave in a month and a half, and she tried to cancel it, and the travel agency was like, no, no refunds. She's like, there's, like, a level four virus, and they've shut down the borders. They're like... Oh, well, you can either go or not, but no refunds. Damn, that's... I'm like, dude, I would be, like, suing somebody. Fuck a fine print.
1: I would go, get coronavirus, and then bring it back and march right into the travel agency, like...
0: (laughs) And just call on everybody.
1: (laughs) Just spitting all of their food. You're
0: right, no refunds. (laughs) And just go to the fridge, big Hey, thank you so
1: much for letting me take that trip to China. I really appreciate it. Hey, where's your kitchen? Just wondering, Just, I'm not going to spit in your food and give you coronavirus or anything like that.
0: That's um, what I would do. Yeah, as funny as that would be, I don't know that I'm willing to, like, I commit to a joke when I do it. But the coronavirus, coughing on other people.
1: I have to ask kind of a stupid question. Hit it up. How do these viruses come to be? Man,
0: so I don't know. But on this one, I feel like I heard somewhere about... Something to do with wolf pups. Let me see if I can mm. find that.
1: Well, well, I mean, I guess the Black Plague came from rats, but like.
0: Yeah. Wait. Okay. So. But where. The virus appears to originate from a Wuhan. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Seafood market where wild animals, including marmots, birds, rabbits, bats, and snakes, are traded illegally. Says so potentially a snake. Why did I hear? Wait, it had now has more cases than SARS. Damn. I don't
1: know what SARS is, but I know it's bad. There's a vaccine for it, right?
0: Yeah, I uh, I swear I heard something about wolf pups.
1: Man, remember Ebola? I've seen
0: something about how it started in bats. Okay, it seems like we don't know. That's my conclusion.
1: Remember but- swine flu. Yeah. Ebola, and we were all like, we're all gonna die. Yeah. Now it's like,
0: damn. Yeah. Coronavirus seems like it's spreading around way faster than it. Like, six people had Ebola, it felt like. I don't know.
1: Someone at Georgia State has been quarantined. Nuh uh.
0: Fuck off. I knew about Tennessee Tech. Georgia State is like literally right up the road. Yeah. Not good.
1: Not, or it's suspected. They haven't tested positive yet, but they're in quarantine. There's someone at, like, University of Miami, Ohio. Miami University of Ohio. I, the Miami that's not Miami. Yeah,
0: Miami of Ohio. Um, well, I don't know. Looks like we'll be finding out more about it in the meantime. Maybe I'll be wearing a mask. Um, but what do you say? Let's talk about old jobs. Just a good old-fashioned.
1: Well, I will say I've held my own series of um, odd jobs.
0: What What was your first job?
1: First job. And
0: when was your first job?
1: When? Uh, summer between sophomore and junior year of high school. So well, I So you're like 15? Must have been like... No, I was 16 because I was the okay. my always driver's youngest. test at the okay. time. I was a, the older side okay. of the year. Um, I worked at a small business, Louise ice cream parlor. I was, you know, I did the soft serve. I did the hard ice cream, scooped it all up. My sister Wait, made why did you decide
0: me. to get a job?
1: Uh, cause my parents told me I had to. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah I was that. raised well.
0: I'm about that. Um,
1: so got a job. My sister made fun of me cause she was like, you work in food service. I work in retail. Ha ha
0: ha. Your sister is older than you?
1: Yeah. Three years.
0: This whole time?
1: You were envisioning she was younger than me. And I've always thought she was younger than you. Yeah.
0: Oh. You're the youngest sibling. Yeah. Man, you make way more sense now. Go on.
1: Yeah. So um my sister was like, haha and I was like, mm, haha because I get tips. Small business, I'll say, people tip a lot more at like the local ice cream parlor than they do at any of the Are other. Are people really
0: tipping at the ice cream parlor though? Dude,
1: I walked out of there at times like splitting tips at the end of the night with like a cool like eighty bucks.
0: That, in high school, you yeah. might as well be, like, damn, a millionaire, a Rockefeller. Yeah, yeah,
1: for real. So that was awesome. And it was, you know, it was for real seasonal work. I started in June and worked until, like, October, and that's when I started to get busy with sports. So it worked out perfectly.
0: Sports? You mean cheering? Yeah. Okay. Because competition season I started at Not November. that I'm saying cheering isn't a sport – Competition cheering is a million times a sport. Um, Not high school cheerleading, but competition is a sport. But you said sports, and I was like, wait a minute. You're not sporty. But okay.
1: Okay. What was your first job?
0: Um, I actually had a job when I was really young. I got a job in between eighth grade and freshman year. um, Because you could have a job at... You have to have your
1: working papers.
0: No, no, no. Not for this
1: under you, the table.
0: I, I was 13 and we could umpire baseball. Oh. And the baseball field was directly across from my grandparents' house and right behind the middle school. Uh and they had games on Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturdays. And you got when I first started, I made I think 750 a game and game time limits were an hour. So I was basically making 750 an hour. Yeah, that's um, like what I was making. Yeah. And after every game you got, you were allowed to have one food item and one drink. So you could get like a burger and a uh, like a Powerade or something. So it was like a nice little gig for me. And my pa- like I said, my grandparents lived directly across the street. So if I had a break in between games, I'd just go over there, sit in the cool air, watch TV, hang out, out and then go back.
1: southern heat.
0: Yeah, for real. That humidity be hitting. Um... So I did that, and I actually did that job all the way, even until my first summer of college. I did it the whole time. I had other jobs too, because obviously baseball, like, that's in the summers. Um, I eventually worked up to where I was, like, our, like, head umpire, and it was dope because I'd been doing it for, so I was only allowed to do, like, t-ball and, what well, we called it single A and double A when I first started, and I could only be on the first or third base. I eventually got to where I was behind the home plate and, like, me- like doing games for real. And I used to make, like, no joke, I- it was, like, 17 bucks a game, but that was $17 an hour. Yeah. And so I would just work from, like, the first game to the last game all day Saturday and then do either A game on Tuesday or Thursday and just rack money. Um, it was awesome. And if I was behind, I was 17 if I was in the field. And 23 if I was behind plate. So depending on where I was working that game, I got more money. It was it was such an awesome job. I loved um, picking baseball. Especially with the money I made. And like, I don't want to say how little work I had to do. Because obviously you can't do little work when you're umpiring baseball. Yeah, But I'm familiar. I enjoyed it. Um... During that time, though, I didn't get my first, like, job job. um, Like, fill out an application, go interview, drug test, like, here's your hours job. I've
1: never been drug tested for a job.
0: That's weird. I guess ice cream, don't care.
1: Well, there was a... I bounced around between jobs a bit when I was young, but... When I finished up my time at Louis Ice Cream, and then the next summer came around, I was like, hey, can I come back? And they were like, ooh, unfortunately, like, we had to close one of our other locations. So all those people who had worked there for longer got, like, seniority. So, sorry. And I was like, oh, all right. So I worked at Delia's, like, the teeny bopper girls' clothing store.
0: Okay. That was, like, your generation's wet seal. Yeah, it was... Awesome. Okay. I was
1: definitely, like, wearing Delia's clothes when I was way too old to be wearing Delia's clothes, because it was, like, that, Can like, we get this podcast school.
0: sponsored by Wet Seal? Yeah. Or limited to... Club dresses. Hell yeah. That's
1: all Wet Seal's good for. But I went through a brief period of time where every job that I worked closed. So, I was working at You're Delia's... You're the common denominator. Yeah. Kind of freaky. Working at Delia's... Keep in mind, the Louis location closed. Working at Delia's, everything's fine. They tell me... Oh, um, yeah, we're bankrupt, so the store is closing, because all stores are closing. So, that happened. At the same time, I was also working for Airy by American Eagle, and the same weekend that Delia's closed, the Airy location closed that I was working at. So I went from having two jobs to no jobs. Took a little break from working, and then ended up taking the best job I've ever had in my whole entire life camp in and jerry's i would go back today
0: don't say march
1: that. into a scoop shop and be you like you have a good job pass don't me the scoop that. no i do have a great job i just mean like that was so fun it was such a really great, great time in my life yeah
0: why you're it, just saying it, like because of where you were in life and like maybe the people you worked with was fun
1: No, no matter the staff, I had a great time because we went through a lot of turnover there. I was the only person that stayed. I worked there for like three years. And at some point it was like all me and my friends working and that was it.
0: What's your favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor?
1: Uh, It's got to be fish food or triple caramel chunk. I'd still tell you all the ingredients of like almost every Ben and Jerry's flavor. And if you showed me a pint with no name and just the top of the ice cream, I could tell you what it was. I know the cross sections.
0: <laughs> wow, what a fucking accomplishment in life! Yeah. Um, that's gonna come someday. You're gonna win a like like a game, game show. show. Yeah, yeah. Um, wait, what's fish food?
1: Cho- <laughs> chocolate ice cream with a marshmallow and caramel swirl and chocolate fudge fish-shaped pieces.
0: I don't think I like fish food.
1: It was really good with the triple caramel chunk which was caramel Yo, ice cream. Oh, you wait! you was caram- mixing up them joints. Hell yeah. I with have been a caramel doing the caramel swirl and then like chocolate covered caramel bites like um like Rolos. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if I got crazy I put them together in a shake. That
0: was heat. Yeah, that sounds awesome.
1: And I was known across every visitor of the kiosk who didn't know what they wanted, mm-hmm. I had the thin mint shake. That was my recipe that I invented, and people would come and order it, and people still do. And I went by that Ben & Jerry's, like, before I moved. I worked there in, like, two years, and I was like, oh, yeah, ever get someone to order a thin mint shake? And they're like, yeah. I was like, yeah, you're welcome. What do you do? Uh, Chocolate therapy, which Mm -hmm. is dark chocolate ice cream with chocolate cookie pieces and chocolate fudge swirl with mint chocolate chunk.
0: Wait a minute. Ice cream is dairy. Different no, it isn't. Different. Bullshit. Like if you eat ice cream, you can drink milk.
1: Who says that I'm able to eat the ice cream? I do it, I just suffer.
0: That is wild. Um I love Ben & Jerry's. I am actually have a secret addiction to Ben & Jerry's. Like anytime I have a cheat day or I guess anytime I see it on sale at Publix, I destroy Tonight Dough. It's like an unhealthy relationship. I had a really
1: traumatizing experience with Tonight Dough. Someone came by and they were like, just serve me something good. And I was like, okay. Like, started reading things off to them and they're like, what's that one? And they point to Tonight Dough. And I'm like, oh, it's Tonight Dough. It's, and I start, you know, saying like half caramel, half chocolate ice cream swirled together with both the. Regular brownie, chocolate chip cookie dough cookie, brownie and the peanut, peanut butter. butter.
0: Yeah.
1: Here's the thing: they didn't let me get that far. And they're eating it and they're like, "Is there peanuts in this?" And I was like, uh, uh,
0: "Yes." <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: yes, and I was like, "Did uh, you freak I'm the hell so out?" Sorry, I was like 17. No, that's a lie. I didn't work there. When I was 17. I was like 18, and I was like, "Ah, terrifying," and I felt so horrible. And she was like, no, 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 it's fine. Like, I just got to go take a Benadryl. Like, I'm good. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And she was like, oh, that's fine. It's fine. And I was like, calling my man. Hey, so I accidentally served someone to Nycto and they were allergic to peanuts. But I feel so. like,
0: so, I mean, my wife's allergic to nuts. I feel like it's on them to... Like, disclose the... Like, okay, you're going you're to allergic, an ice cream exact, place.
1: That's what I thought. But I was like, I'll take responsibility. Like, and you
0: got something called tonight dough. Like, you're it's going to have doughs. In, like, I don't... I feel like you guys should have it posted. This contains nuts. For sure, it's on you. But I would also, like... Kelly does her due diligence of being like, this has nuts. Now, one crazy story about Kelly that, like, I remember being so pissed about this. She went to a restaurant, ordered a certain food item... Ate it. Wow,
1: well, I heard about this.
0: Her, um, like well, yeah, this is cheese. called this is called a podcast. This is where I tell other people things that I may have already told you. Welcome, Jill. Um Happy to be here. Yeah, uh, but she orders a food item, eats it, starts to feel her throat getting a little tickly, and she's like, "Does this have nuts?" And they're like, "Yeah." It was a pimento cheese sandwich. Who the fuck is putting cashews in a pimento cheese?
1: They're trying to give you less pimento cheese for your buck.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: That's like cutting corners, life.
0: But yeah, I fuck hard with tonight. I love Ben and Jerry's. Period. Um, I oh, my first like job job was I worked at a place they don't have them here, and I think they're dwindling down. Period. But Food City, um, I was a seafood like butcher. I started out as just like a normal cashier. But then I worked in the seafood department.
1: That was a punishment.
0: <laughs> no, it was like my job to get there. And then when it opened up in the morning, like get all the stuff off the truck. Open up the fish. Um, in a
1: landlocked state?
0: Open up the... Pardon oh me. my God, you fucking yank. You're like all, like, oh, you're so much better than us. Uh, New York is uh, our water. Uh, fuck off. Um, but I had to get all the fish. And, like, prepare it. I had to wrap up the pre wrap fishes. I had to sometimes prepare foods to cook to set out the sample. But here's ultimately what I would really do. All day, I'd sit and wait for people to come by and be like, hey, give me a pound of this or a pound of this. And really, I just sat there the whole time and just ate the shrimp out of the case. And I would just eat so many shrimp. In the words of Biggie, it's a shock your boy don't got iodine poisoning.
1: Damn. I fuck with shrimp. But it has to be warm. I don't like cold Ooh, shrimp. Ooh,
0: like you don't like a shrimp cocktail? I
1: tried it for the first time on Christmas. I didn't like it.
0: And by Biggie, by the way, what I meant was 3-6 Mafia. I don't know why the fuck I said Biggie. Because it's from the song Sip in on Some Scissor. He's like, so many shrimp I got, I dying poison. But that's an iconic line. So... Excuse me on my screw up. I didn't mean Biggie. I meant 3 6 Mafia. Um, do you know who either of those people are?
1: Do you know who either of those people are? Yes.
0: I, okay. Do you? Just one. Biggie? Yeah. You don't know 3, two, three 6 Mafia? Tina, Memphis, Tenor fucking key.
1: No, but I'm
0: feeling you don't like, know this I feel like I'm right going to be here? sitting at
1: my laptop tonight just like splicing this whole part out.
0: No. You know this song right here. Slob on my knob. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: come on. Uh, Do you yeah, know yeah. this? Sipping on some scissors. Okay, <laughs> you
1: already sang that.
0: What about, um, ever since I can remember, I've been popping my collar. No. Man. You know
1: what was like a weird thing from our childhood when everyone sang that song that was like, does your chain hang low? Does Fuck it that song. To... I
0: fucking hated that I think that about song. it a lot. I hated that song so much. I don't
1: even know what it was, but I thought it was annoying as also, hell.
0: Also, you look like the fucking Grimace right now. <laughs> you look like Grimace. <laughs> I will put a picture up of Jill on the Instagram page because she looks dead ass like Grimace.
1: I don't know who Grimace is, but I'm sure he cute.
0: Wait. You don't how You don't man. Uh How do you not know who Grimace is? I look like what I
1: imagine the cast of Little Women looks like.
0: Did you hear how upset I was? This is Grimace. (laughs) 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 That's you right now. Um, You kind of look like if Grimace and a Teletubby fucked. Is that fair to say?
1: I loved the Teletubbies growing up.
0: Yeah, that shows how young you are. Um, can you hear my stomach growling? I wonder if we're going to be able to hear it growling on camera.
1: I see the same thing about <laughs> myself. You, oh,
0: you, yours is growling? Yeah. I skipped lunch today because I ate so, like, shitty last night. Um, now, either way, so seafood butcher eating a bunch of shrimp. Um, what would you say is the worst job you've ever had?
1: Uh, Well, when my time at Ben & Jerry's ended... I knew I only had one passion left in this life, and it was ice cream. So I got a job. Ben, Jerry, I hope you're not listening. I got a job at Coldstone. This wasn't just any Coldstone, it was a giant storefront in the center of the theatery. That's what they called it in my mall, because it was a bunch of restaurants in the movie theater. Okay. The theatery. So it was a freaking nightmare, always. It was always busy. Like, you never went and had, like, a moment to do anything, because it was always busy. And there were always, like, seven people on shift, but there were only ever room for three. And people were angry all the time, and the freaking orders were so complicated, I never even spent a moment to learn them, because I would just look at the board, like, chocolate, okay. But I but bet
0: you were getting strong.
1: Dog, not even. Also, yeah. disgusting. I'm not disclosing which location that I worked at, but there were roaches in the back and they were like we make all our ice cream by hand but i saw the hands that were making the ice cream and i did not want those hands on my food Ugh. it was a little grody also they like wanted me to wear a hairnet and i was like
0: oh What no. well, that makes you just as bad as the people you're talking about you think i want your hair in my damn ice cream someone was
1: like oh my god a hair in my ice cream i'm like Again, you got to start wearing a hairnet. Like, turn to someone else, like, as if I wasn't wearing one, too. Because, hell no, I already had to wear a full-length body apron.
0: Yeah, they do wear that there.
1: Nah. Luckily, we didn't have to sing for tips. Luckily. That's a thing. You ever heard that? No. Cold Stone, there's a song that you have to sing whenever you get a tip. No. I don't know it because I was lucky enough to never be there for a point in time when they were doing that. But, holy hell, I genuinely. They tried to fire me on my first day. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I was overqualified for this job, too. I was just a regular old, like, team member, and I was coming from, like, a shift lead position. And
0: Overqualified for Colts. Overqualified.
1: Shout out. Yeah. So, um. Ew. And I. They tried to fire me on my first day. Why? Because they. Basically, I went in just asking if they were hiring, and they were like, cool, you got the job. Come in on Tuesday for training. And I was like, cool. And I went in on Tuesday, sat there for two hours while no one did anything, and I literally sat there. And then the manager and the manager of, like, the region came over and, like, talked to me for a while, set up my, like, contract and my payroll and stuff like that. And, you know, I gave them my availability. I was like, I'm around all the time. It was summer. I literally... I was just trying to make money and they were like well we they put me on the schedule immediately and I was like, oh hey like I actually'm not here this weekend like I'm I'm straight up just not around and they were like, okay well um you need to start taking this job a little bit more seriously so we're gonna fire you and I was like, go ahead go ahead on fire me yes I was like no one ever asked me, like, oh, are there any days that you, like, know you can't work or anything along those lines? Like, they straight up were like, you need to take this job more seriously. And I was like...
0: Did you say, this is a Cold Stone Creamery, sir? Yes.
1: I was like, sir, this is a Wendy's. Yeah. I was like, really? I And I was so hurt. My feelings were so hurt. Because I was like, one, I've never been fired because I'm a great employee. Is that still true? Yeah. Never been fired. That's why I said I've never been fired. And I was like, I'm a good employee, like, you guys, you guys need me. I actually, like, care, and I'm willing to work hard. And they were like, well, we might have to fire you if you're not available this weekend. And I was like, okay, um, cool, go ahead. I will just live in Delaware for the summer and continue being a tour guide. I'll just not spend time at home. Like, I straight up was like, I'll find something else, I'm not that concerned. Peace. Then they called me and apologized and asked me to come into work the next day. And I was like, Yeah, that's what I thought. By the way, I'm not working any of these days and gave them a full list. And guess what? They put me on the schedule every single one of those days. And I was like, I'm not coming. That's on you. I I told you I wasn't coming. Yeah. I'm not coming.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you have an injury?
1: Yes, my time at Ben and Jerry's, uh, there was a brief amount of time where I worked for something like 27 days straight, like a full eight hour shift, and I was rolling in dough, and making a lot of money and having a great time, and my wrist started really hurting, and I was like, man, I gotta stop with this, good thing it's my last week before I go back to school, and I got it looked at, and... I may or may not have had a small stress fracture in my wrist from over-scooping ice cream. So, yes, I broke my wrist scooping ice cream.
0: Honestly, it's the saddest fucking thing I've literally ever heard.
1: My last day, I had to wear this, like, big brace on my hand.
0: Like, it's the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life that you broke your wrist scoop Scooping ice cream—how unfucking coordinated and athletic do you have to be?
1: It had nothing to do with my ability. <laughs> it was a chocolate ice cream. It froze up too hard because it had such a high percentage of cocoa. That's a fun fact about Ben and Jerry's. Actually, they only sell plain chocolate ice cream in the scoop shops, and you can only get like a pint of it. It's a hand-packed pint in the store because the percentage of cocoa is so high that it would be an insane loss of money if they sold it at regular pint prices.
0: Really? Mm. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that they're just plain chocolate it's supposed to be better than everyone else's.
1: It is, one hundred percent. Has the highest percentage of cocoa?
0: Hmm. Huh. Um for me, I uh my worst job, man, it'd be pretty close. Um my parents used to own a lawn care business, so I used to have to weed eat for like eleven to twelve hours a day. Dan,
1: were you using Roundup? No. Oh,
0: do you not know what a weed eater is? No. Like...
1: Like a like the little chopper thing?
0: For fuck's sake.
1: It's like a little, like...
0: It, like, stri- the string, like, sl- swinging around, like...
1: No, I can't say I'm familiar with that one.
0: Well, you need to Google weed eater.
1: Like, the one that looks kind of like a metal detector, but it's like a spinning yes. razor blade? Yes, Yeah, that's what I was saying before. It was like...
0: Okay. Um... Well, so I used to have to weed eat for now. Granted, I got super tan and pretty like beefed up. I was it it was good for that reason.
1: Should have gotten your uh, sleeve then.
0: I should have gotten it then, Um, but then besides that, um, I it would Aldi. I worked at Aldi (laughs) in college, and that job was tough.
1: I've never been to Aldi.
0: Well, because each store only has, like, 10 people to run the whole store. So I'm in college, like, opening stores at 5 in the morning and, like, stocking shelves. And you just do everything while you're Aldi. Like, there's, like, three people in the store at any given time. And there's, like, 300 people in there and three people, like, doing all the store's work. It's just a lot. So that was pretty tough. But I think the most miserable I ever was at a job, like, those were my toughest jobs. But my least favorite job, it I got the only time I've ever been fired was books a million and I just needed a job. I knew I was about to start another one in like five months and I got fired after like two months. I really just wanted to work there cause I loved the way it smelled, <laughs> but I, well, I hated it.
1: Why'd you get fired?
0: I just didn't. I just didn't go into work. My buddies were like, Hey, we're going to go out and drink beers. I was like, I have to work. And they were like, Oh man, you shouldn't go. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> it just didn't.
1: Well, I also had a brief amount of time where I worked at PacSun, and That was one of the only jobs that I like chose to quit instead mm-hmm. of like ending seasonal work. And I hated it so much. I literally was like depressed anytime that I had to go in and I would have panic attacks because they kept the schedule in a binder there. Like there was no electronic record of it. And they would change the schedule all the time and then call me and be like, hey, where are you? And I was like, I'm not on the schedule. And they were like, yes, you are. And I was like, no, I'm not. I have a picture of it. Like, not supposed to be in, and they're like, oh, well, we changed it. And I was like, why didn't you tell me? And I would show up, and I, like, I hated it so much. I quit three times. Damn. Three times. And each time, they, I don't know if they thought I was kidding, or they weren't taking me seriously, or I wasn't clear enough, but, like, I remember them saying to me, they're like, you, you're you really busy, you got two jobs, you know, like, one of them's definitely gonna have to go, probably. And I was like, you're right, I think this is gonna be my last day. And then they were like, all right, w- well, we'll see you tomorrow. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> And then I let it go for two weeks because I was like, I guess you're supposed to give a two-week notice. And then they called me after two weeks, and they were like, where are you? And I was like, Delaware? And they were like, you're supposed to work today. And I was like, I quit? And they were like, okay, well, because you're quitting, we're going to have to keep you on the schedule for two more weeks. And I was like, I quit two weeks ago.
0: Damn, this manager sounds like they suck.
1: Anywho, I was shit-talking the job loudly one day about how much I hated it in Target, and the manager was in the aisle next to me at Target after I had already quit, like, months later. So awkward. And then I ended up going into journeys in my mall, like, years later, and it was the same manager from Pakistan, and I was like, uh, Hello, Rob. And he was like, Hey, you need a job? We'll take you on here. And I was like, I was your worst employee.
0: Yeah, I, um... Also, I'll give a quick shout-out to one other last job. Working at Cracker Barrel was my first. How many
1: stars did you have?
0: Uh, I, I got up to two stars. Um,
1: Damn.
0: Maybe, hold up. Maybe I got to three. But it was my first waiting job. And I heard they wanted to hire people, but they wouldn't hire you without waiting experience. So I lied and said my parents owned a pizzeria in my hometown. <laughs> And that I used to wait at it all the time. And they fully believed me.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm emailing this audio file to Cracker Please Barrel national, Nationals. Uh, Please do. What's it called?
0: Corporate? Um, and uh, so I lied, got the job. But it was pretty decent. But all these old ladies there were just like weird and druggies. And they were always, like, selling pills to each other in the back.
1: Cracker Barrel is for the transient folk.
0: And they were selling pills to each other in the back. I love Cracker Barrel, too. Um, They were selling pills to each other in the back. One lady, I was joking around with this, like, lady in her, like, 50s, like, when I was working there. And she was like, what's up with you? You got a girl? And I was like, man, here's my thing. They call me Big Game Hunter. And she was like, why do they call you that? And I was like, because I get cougars only. I'm only about that coog life. And she was like, oh, really? She was like, you want to go in the freezer with me and show me what you're about? Ah! And I was like.
1: You were like, this is a Wendy's.
0: I was like, oh. Like, if she was hot, I would have considered it. But she was exactly what you think, a 50-year-old something lady working at Cracker Barrel. And then I was like, oh, I don't know if we should do that. And she was like, oh. She was like, well, hey, by the way, anytime you need pills, let me know. And I was like, yeah, I don't buy pills, but thank you um so working at Cracker Barrel was crazy me and one of my best friends in college used to work there together we're the only we kept each other sane like I have so many crazy Cracker Barrel stories one guy used to come in and he would just order bowls he wanted not collard greens just the juice from the collard greens and he wanted collard green juice and a and a plate of biscuits, and he would just dip the biscuits in there and eat the juice. I mean,
1: those biscuits are... Oh, yeah, they're
0: dumb. The apple butter? He would always leave a tip of a dime. And I was like, dude. I took it back out to him once, and I was like, you left this. He was like, that's the tip. And I'm like, you you can keep it. Um, But I got a bunch of Cracker Barrel stories. That place was just wild. The service industry is wild anyway, but Cracker Barrel's a different breed. Um, So... Someday maybe I'll keep I'll keep randomly bringing up different uh, Cracker Barrel stories.
1: I would for, love that.
0: Yeah, I got I, I have other ones, including the way that I quit and everything. We got we, we got, got time. Yeah, we got time on that. Um, but that's kind of what we have for today. I mean, we do have one more announcement we need to take care of.
1: Yes, we do have a very special shout out slash announcement to our which is
0: weak as fuck. By the way,
1: giveaway winner.
0: It's weak because um, how did
1: only three of y'all enter? I know we have it, seventeen listeners. I've been I've been looking at the analytics.
0: Guys, give us some feedback. Like, what can we do to get more people to listen? Like,
1: damn, this is getting a little beggy.
0: It's not. I don't want to beg. I'm saying like, we. You know what we need to do?
1: TikTok.
0: Well, we are gonna do a TikTok. We've talked about that. But instead, that's why I say it's not beggy. Biscuits in bagelspodcast at gmail.com. I'm doing this, I haven't even talked about this with Jill. Mailbag, and we're gonna post it. What questions do you have for us? What topics do you want us to talk about? I want you to reach out to us at that Gmail account and send us some mailbag questions. It could be questions about us, stuff you want us to talk about. I don't really care. Hit us up and give us some stuff, because um, I'm never gonna beg, if you don't wanna listen, Ask me if I care.
1: Also, do follow us on Instagram, biscuitsnbagelspod.
0: The letter N.
1: Which is where we have posted our giveaway. And now, we're going to pull and announce our giveaway winner.
0: Um, moment of truth.
1: Anticipation.
0: Well, between the, like, Three people. people that entered, you have a one... You had a 33% chance of winning. But the winner is a former intern of mine, Christy Walls. We'll have to slide in your DMs, get some info from you.
1: Christy, you're a bad bitch, and now you're a bad bitch with a Starbucks gift card. Yeah. Enjoy that shit.
0: Damn, you're like a real-life Lizzo song. Um... It made sense to me. Are you Um, talking
1: about me or her? I was like the ensemble? No, no, no. I'm talking
0: about Christy. Um, And I still have Christy's name tag in my office at work. Uh, So, congrats to Christy. Later on down the line, if we do end up getting more followers and we get better at this and people want to listen to us, um, we'll do another giveaway. But that was just one to get us started. And hopefully get some more people, get our name out there on the pod. Um, But yeah, so stay tuned. We'll be back with you next week. Same time, same place. Hopefully we get confirmation that we get on Apple Podcast. We're waiting to hear back. And hopefully we get some confirmation on that so we can get on another platform. Uh, But yeah, biscuits in. The The letter letter N. N, Bagels. Bagels podcast at gmail.com hit us up there questions things you want us to talk about whatever it may be and we'll look forward to your emails
1: don't forget to like comment and subscribe
0: yeah please please subscribe and like and comment and share on your stories all that stuff and um i'm still taking applications because jill fucking sucks
1: thank you